everybody, welcome to Reaction Shots for September. September. Not quite Halloween yet, but we're getting there. Getting close-ish. Two months. We didn't have a summer here in LA, really. We had like... It was hot for a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, we had like seven scattered hot days. And a hurricane with an earthquake at the same time. But it was just a lot of rain for me. I don't know about you. Halloween is all year. Yeah, that's true. No, then it devalues it. Devalues it. Big, devalues it big time. For me, at least. I wait all year for it. It makes it special. That's true. Makes it so special. I carry it with me in my heart, though, always. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, this month, we're going to be talking about directorial debuts. Sweet. Daybuts. Daybuts. Debuts. First movies from directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, what have you liked lately, Huber? So many things. I've seen every movie now. Every Gran- movie. Gran Turismo was so good. Nice. It was so, so good. Um, I love racing. I owned a race car. I love Gran Turismo. I love video games. And this movie spoke to me. Okay. This movie was, it had its finger on the pulse, as you like to say, love Isla. That. Yeah. Um. Do you think it was hurt by the... By the trailers? Maybe. I mean, people are just more selective now. You know, yeah. no one is wasting. You, everyone just opens their phone and looks at Rotten Tomatoes. And unless it's like an 80 plus or something that they're already invested in, they dismiss it and they'll just watch it at home. What does this have on Rotten Tomatoes? Like a 60 something. Oh, wow. But the That's... audience score is like a 99. Yeah. Because everyone who sees it is like, holy shit. Because the, the critics didn't know what they were getting into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's but really also, great. like, critics liked no I'm hard I'm just speaking feelings. for the casuals. No <laughs> casual is sitting in reaction shots right. watching this yeah, you're right all pros. now. You know what I mean? No one is doing, like, the casuals who have, are not tapped in, who have no idea. Yeah. So many people I talk to, just, like, friends of friends who, like, are just not in the industry. They're just yeah. like, oh, I heard it was bad. Like, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it's, it's like, whatever. Huber hates Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> he wants people to understand how Rotten Tomatoes works. Better. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but it was just it was just a really... I mean, it had problems, obviously. It's not a perfect movie by any means, but I just really, really, really liked it. Perfect movie. Um, I saw No Hard Feelings, which has good critical reception. I thought it was god-awful. Damn. So painfully unfunny. Damn. That's I think brutal. I think it would be funny for like boomers. Yeah, boomer humor. Boomer humor. The movie weirdly is weirdly aggressive toward like Gen Z and like <sighs> rich people, which like sure eat the rich whatever. But at the yeah. same time, it's like the movie just expects you to like be on her side because she can't pay for her house right now, but then makes twenty two thousand dollars in like three weeks driving Uber, which I looked up and is like. Nigh impossible to do. The average for Uber for a year is like 30 grand, 35 grand. If you're working 30 hours a week, you have to grind on Uber for it to like work. Okay, shit. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, not realistic. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It was boring. Yeah. Um, Anyway, what else have you liked? Blue Beetle. Fucking incredible. I've heard it's good. In fact, it references a directorial debut, which we'll talk about once we get there. Oh, dear readers. Um, Blue Beetle was fucking amazing i'm not even kidding this movie was incredible it made me fucking weep whoa because the emotions were so strong the family bonds 
were friggin' outstanding. The whole family. The villains were excellent. Friggin' Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon, dude, yeah. Susan Sarandon and she has a henchman, and they're both incredible. And, de- like, the henchman is developed just enough to make it impactful. She's great. And the action, the action was so good. The fight scenes were awesome, dude. It reminded me of Alita. Whoa. It reminded me of Pacific Rim. Whoa. This movie is so sick. How much? So good. Because like I saw some articles saying like superhero fatigue is, mm-hmm. is the reason for it's not performing. I saw another article think that it was basically racism, you know, because it's about I mean, I you think know. it's just superhero fatigue. It's a com- probably a combination but, uh, of all this. For me, it was it was origin story fatigue more yeah. than anything. Like, I'm just not interested. Like, how yeah. heavily does it lean on that, or is it... I mean, it's a straight-up origin. Sure, but, like, yeah. does it get through the boring shit? Because, like, the problem yeah. with origins, like, Moon Knight, it gets for example. It. it gets through it. Where it's like, you don't need four episodes on, will he do this? Totally. We know he's going to do it, just do it. Totally. That should take 10 minutes. He gets there. If that. He gets there quick enough. Okay. For sure. All right, yeah, all right, yeah. All right, all right. And it's like, even before he's there, like everything leading up to that is like still entertaining. And it like focus, his family's so big that it's focusing on other people and other things as well mm-hmm. when he's going through the origin, which is like, you know, a lot of origin stories are just like the person right. and maybe like the love interest right, or, right. you know, so it's like a lot of people Family dynamic. are moving it along. That was, that was what I liked about yeah. the beginning of Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, oh, okay, this family is cool. Totally. Like, and it was, it was, I was learning things about like, cause I don't Familiar have experience bonds. with, with like a family in a different culture like mm-hmm. that, you know, like that's cool. Yeah. And There's, like I felt that didn't feel like it was wasting my time. Yeah, hundred percent. I still the never watched amazing. the final episode. But. That's funny. <laughs> blue lasers, blue lasers, blue lasers. I figured. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, there's a really awesome inside joke for like restaurant workers in there. Again, there's a directorial. It, they reference Guillermo del Toro. Oh, Kronos. Okay. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Uh, so yeah, just great. I freaking loved that movie. Sick. Saw Last Voyage of the Demeter. How was it? That's on streaming already. I noticed. That's a skip. Oh, bummer. That's okay. a skip. All yeah. Right. Um, too much CG on Dracula. Um, you don't love a CG Dracula. No, I do not. Uh, yeah. The cast was too big. It would have been such an easy way to make that movie better. They focused on too many characters, and sure. then all of a sudden, they're like these characters start dying, and it's like, I don't care. Right. You know, if they had shrunk that cast down. You're on a boat, like 10 people, maybe. Yeah, like have, have half the cast yeah. focus on each of them more, and then make the kills for yeah. each of them matter more impactful more so yeah that's a skip for sure i would i would not waste your time like it wasn't terrible it just wasn't great Mm -hmm. um obviously we know how it ends and we know what it sets up so like sequel could be cool but i don't know if it'll get there because that's dracula coming from his homeland to colfax abbey right yeah Yeah. and then the ship shows up everybody's dead yeah yeah so Spoilers! Um, like we all we know is Dracula's I mean, to come. Dracula's yeah, we know. 200 years old. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, more than that. When was Dracula written? Yeah, uh, 18 something. Dracula's a good ass book, though. Yeah, sick. Journals. So sick. What's the name for that? Is that a building's Roman? No. Buildings what is it where it's Roman. like all journal entries? I don't know. Whatever. Have I talked about turtles on here? I don't think so. Because it is the fucking. That's on best. streaming now too, oh and I really want to watch it. I. It is. I've heard nothing but amazing things. It is so good. It is so good. It's like it's like maybe just my favorite movie this year. In a year of Oppenheimer and John Wick, chapter four. And like Barbie. 
Turtles. Some Barbie. Good movies this year. Barbie. Barbie. Barbie's good. Barbie. Yeah, Barbie's good. Not my favorite, but good. Yeah. I loved Barbie. Sure. Uh, Turtles, dude. The animation. The beautiful. Car- like ridiculously beautiful. The f- the the new villain they focus on with the old villains, like the voice, just everything. Like Spider Verse was this year, and like I like Turtles more than Spider Man, so I think I like Mutant Mayhem more than Spider Verse. I got parasited yeah. on Spider Verse too, but I For think sure. once all three are done, it'll be an yeah. incredible package. Yeah. So obviously turtles. two is amazing, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so Oppenheimer in the IMAX finally. Hell yeah. Um, had you seen it before that? No. no. Oh, okay, okay. Nolan's masterpiece. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Like bonkers movie, dude. Dude, yeah. Horror movie for sure. And like, oh yeah. It was like multiple movies. I feel like all the discourse is really interesting about it too, because like it's so subjective mm-hmm. that like. I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, there are no women who talk to each other and like it's the movie is sexist. I'm like, no, Oppenheimer was sexist. I mean, like, I don't the know The character that. in the movie, whatever, just judging by the movie, yeah. he didn't care about women. He didn't care about anything but science. That's I mean, why the movie doesn't focus on any of that stuff because it's just him. It's what he's focused on. It's his yeah. subjective view. Yeah. Just like RDJ, like the black and white stuff is his sub- subjective view. Yeah, like, I love that. I love that. Oh but that's God. what the movie's about. Like small people... Mm-hmm. Having access to huge things yeah. that we cannot fathom. Totally. You know? 100%. I don't know. I thought it was a really good movie. Yep. Uh, my dad's a big history buff, so it was just incredible watching it with, you know, my dad's like, him like just telling me everything later and just like asking him about it all. It was yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, TV shows, Justified Ended. There's been so many things I've watched. Holy shit. Justified City Primeval, 10 out of 10. Boyd Holbrook. Always shout that. Boyd Holbrook, best actor. Love him. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. And Wheel of Time just started watching that. Oh, yeah. Season I, I two. need to start that. I've never seen it. Yeah. Been watching uh, Only Murders in the Building. Been loving nice. that. Uh, this season of What We Do in the Shadows ended. I thought it was not very good. Uh, it feels like the entire writing staff has changed. Um. And, like, the characters feel like caricatures of themselves, kind of. Sophomore slump? Kind of. Is third season? Like, season five or four. What? Something like that. Um, Holy crap. Yeah, it's weird. The the last part of the last season, and then this season for sure, it feels like entirely new writers. Damn. Which I don't know if that's true. I didn't actually think to look. But, like. Yeah. I was, like, it it had a lot of good moments in it. But it just felt weird. And Hmm. I didn't love the way it ended. Damn. Um, yeah, senior slump. That's yeah. a bummer. Senioritis. They've got senioritis. Um, I don't know if that's the series finale. It's a bummer if it is. Uh, whatever. Uh, after party's been good. I think I'm an episode or two back on that. Although I think that Which there was that? a video game uh, homage in a recent episode. I don't know yet. I haven't seen it. But the I saw an article that said my favorite video game homage this year was not something else and it had a picture of after party that looked exactly like resident evil oh shit so after party do you know what that is no it's on a- apple tv and it's two seasons right now uh and it's a murder takes place at an after party oh fun season one that's fun and um tiffany haddish is a nice. detective the cast is really cool especially the main anique the guy i don't know the actor's name off yeah but uh he's really good and then um a lot of cool cast members, uh, but each episode is is each person telling their version of the event. So Fun. it's like Rashomon, yeah. But 
Tiffany Haddish's thing is she frames it as give me your mind movie. So each episode is a different genre Very and cool. filmmaking style entirely. Very So fun. like one's a musical, one is literally like Fast and Furious nice. or like or like Crank That's or fun. something. Like it's based on like whatever that per- like that one's, really one's is a rom-com, yeah. one is a cartoon, you know, that cool. kind of shit. And um so it's pretty cool. It's a fun little show. Yeah. Like it, it's definitely like a gimmick. Yeah. And it can get a little tiresome if you're not into that vibe maybe for an episode. Yeah. But like on the whole, I say it, it holds yeah. up. Season two has been cute so far. Do a Jello episode. Yeah, that would be good. That's fun. Um, what else have I watched? I feel like I watched something else. You watched The Bear yet? No. <sighs> Every time someone recommends The Bear to me. <sighs> don't, just don't get parasited they, well, they, well, I already have been. Everyone tells me it's the greatest thing that's it ever is, happened. But then they also show. tell me that it's like phenomenally depressing. And I'm like, okay, yeah. well. <laughs> it's hilarious because it's like the the one show on this planet that should not be binged or released all at once. And they totally did. Oh, yeah. And it like episodes are like 30 minutes. And mm-hmm. I watch one. I watched one every like two weeks because each one Cause is so, so draining and so intense. It's like I don't know how anyone could just sit there and consume the bear in any less than like months. Yeah. It's insane. The uh, like every episode is so much depth and just so much everything. Yeah, I don't remember if I talked about Good Omen season two on here yet. That was really fun. Nice, nice. Setting up a third season. Um, I think you did a little bit. Maybe I did. Or like you had started it. I finished it now. I enjoyed nice. it. Um, all right. Shall we get into... I know there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Have you ever seen Sleepaway Camp? No. I was at a roller skating event that was Sleepaway Camp themed. And I know what Sleepaway Camp is about. And I'm very Someone's curious... Like Paul Rudd or something? No, that's Wet Hot American Summer. Okay. Well, unless he's in some other thing that I don't like, Kevin Bacon in Friday the Thirteenth or something. Yeah, but like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But I think you're talking Nightmare about on Street, Nightmare on Elm Street. But Kevin Bacon, right? Sleepaway Camp. What is he in Nightmare on Elm Street? Kevin Bacon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I misspoke. Um, Sleepaway Camp is yeah, it's a slasher. I do wonder if it's transphobic or not because there's a thing. Hmm. But like, it might be on her side. I don't know. Hmm. The like famous image from the thing is. Got it a thing God. but i've seen i i looked it up and briefly without trying to get spoiled I, like i saw one trans writer saying like she loves it yeah so i'm like okay i need to watch it interesting um sleep boy camp two and three star bruce springsteen's sister i'm told hmm. by uzi suicide sure uh Never it's on my it. list for october anyway you know, what, you know it's been like 14 years since there's been a friday the 13th movie how insane is that they missed a trick on waiting just 13 yeah fuck <laughs> Yeah, could have done it. Could have done it. New Exorcist looks sweet from the Halloween team. Yeah, is doing that the same trailer, thing. They're doing the same thing, but that with trailer Exorcist. was so crazy because like it starts up and it's it's playing it coy. Yeah, but I was like the mute the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I was like that was the first two notes of the Exorcist. Yeah, theme. I'm like theme. was that on purpose? Yeah, you know, because no one else seemed to notice. Yeah, and then I was just like, okay, no, this is definitely the Exorcist theme, yeah. and then it fully kicks in, and I'm like, oh fuck, okay, they're doing yeah. it, gotcha. My dad saw the trailer when he saw Equalizer three. I haven't seen that yet, but my dad is obsessed with Equalizer three, dude. He will not shut up about it. Your dad, yeah, my dad was dude into Equalizer as well. Everyone so is that is a dad thing. Yeah, everyone is super into three. It's like that, the trailer, everyone who's seen it is obsessed. The trailer seemed kind of awesome because like when he was just like, I will give you nine, nine minutes. seconds or nine seconds. Yeah, nine seconds. <laughs> Dakota Fanning too. 
near uh, just the Man on Fire reunion. So jolly. I was about to say something that would be specific about where I live, so I'll get more general. <laughs> uh, I drive by a billboard for that, and, nice. I, and I think about that all the time. Hell yeah. Nine seconds. Nine seconds. Fucking sick. All right. Uh, so this month, we are talking about directorial debuts. Hell yeah. Let me Heart also- eight. Heart eight, dude. Heart eight. Still have it. That's like the only one I haven't seen. Fucking love it. Um... Just in case I don't, so I don't forget, let's do our shout-outs. Jabawabs, Elthanis, Greg the Dark Knight, Kettering, and Greg, Garrett Hullfish. Sorry, I said Greg twice. Garrett Hullfish, shout-out. Shout-out. They are on our Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. Yeah. If you want to get involved in the conversation, Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. That's how we get our comments for this show. Yeah. And the aforementioned shout-out individuals are top-tier top human tier. beings. All right. Uh, yeah, so I asked our patrons, patreon.com slash easy, five dollars and up, and you're in the film club, and you get a bunch of exclusive shows, all kinds of amazing <sighs> stuff. Please check it out. Patreon.com slash easy, I asked, what's a good directorial debut? What's a bad one that they turned around and got better from? Hmm. And if there's just anything else they'd want us to talk about. And here we go. Tyler Travis said, I have a soft spot for Donnie Darko and love the hell out of it, but Richard Kelly only made trash after. I love Southland Tales despite it being trash, says Tyler. Uh, Hell, he even made Donnie Darko worse by touching it again. Oh, and the opposite? Whatever became of the director of Piranha 2? Mm, Doesn't count, Piranha 2. Who directed Piranha 2? James Cameron. Does not count. This is his first one? Does not count. He like say, came in he, later to pick up the pieces. Did Corman direct Piranha One? Or like, something? yeah, just does not count. I do not count it. <laughs> nor does he. It counts. And he yeah, I mean, when the credit, when the credits up. roll, directed by James Cameron. Yeah, if it <laughs> says it, it says it. Yeah. <laughs> you smelt it. You dealt it, James. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, Southland Tales is not to my taste. I want to watch it. I didn't love it. Um. I think if I were like 14 and saw it, maybe mm. I'd find something to love. Totally. Politely. <laughs> Being polite. Uh, Donnie Darko, though, yeah. Seminal film of my little goth youth. Uh, maybe doesn't hold up now. Who knows? But like, boy, oh boy, I loved that one as a kid. Classic. Woof. Classic. A classic. Requiem for a Dream. I always forget that's his first movie. Fuck no, Pi was. Pi was his first movie. Pi was. So then I don't forget that pie. you just okay. incepted me. Pi, Pi, Pi. Because I knew Pi was his first movie. Yeah. Pi's good too. Pi's good. That fucking drill, dude. The drill. It's iconic drill. <laughs> Is that the most iconic movie drill? It's gotta be. It's up there. It's gotta be. There's probably some weird like horror movie where someone gets. Bad drilled. taste is a lawnmower. Was that bad taste? Or is that they li- I think that's not they live. No. Dead Alive? Dead Alive. Bad that's Dead Alive. Fine. Okay, yeah, yeah dead that's alive, dead, dead alive. alive. That's Dead Alive. Bad Taste is fine. I don't think I've seen Dead ta- Bad I Taste. I like Meet the Feebles much more. What was his first? I think it's Bad Taste. Was it Bad Taste? Pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Marathon Man has a nice drill. Mm. Nice. Yeah, the lawnmower thing is great. Yeah. Bad Taste is his first. Okay. Yeah. Bad Have Taste you ever cool. seen... Um, Oh, damn it. The second I started talking, I forgot what it was called. Oh. Some Peter Jackson shit? No. Uh, not Marathon Man, but um, 
drugstore cowboy. Cowboy with Matt Dillon? No. Drugstore. Fuck. He like slams his hand through a um, receipt thing at the end just to like feel alive. Jeez. Phenomenal movie. God. I cannot remember what it's called right now. Good. It's not Midnight Cowboy. Grief. It's not Drugstore Cowboy. God. It's called like The Something or uh, whatever. It's a good movie. If it's I can, called The Receipt. No, if I can, yeah. If I can remember what the hell movie I'm talking about. Slam Hand Cowboy. Yep. That's it, Uzi. Um, anyway, Jonathan, Drew Barrymore's first directorial debut was Whip It. Uh, Elliot Whip Page it was a teenager who started rollerblading. Haven't watched it since the first time it came out in 2009. Two th- early 2000s numbers screw me up now because I always go 20 and then I'm like, yeah, I'm in trouble now. 2003. Yeah. <laughs> 2009. But I remember it was pretty good and has a lot of famous actors in it. Yeah. Nice. Roller derby movie. It's like Bateman in that or something. I actually never saw it. I should probably watch Whip It. I remember the box. I roller skate and am gay. So I should probably watch Whip It. You should probably watch Whip It. Although at that in 2009, they probably, they're probably, I mean, I don't know. It's probably not as gay as it should have been. Because <laughs> roller yeah, derby be gay. Could be, though. Could be. Yeah. Who Might knows? Be. Yeah. Who knows? I got some friends in roller derby, and they're all gay. Yeah. <laughs> could be gayer. That's all I'm saying. It could be gayer. <laughs> Just about anything could be gayer. Uh, Jason Wojnar. So, oop, so many good debuts. I don't even know where to start. Ola Sentosov's Gamer. Love, love Gamer, dude. Is this the one with uh, Gerard? God, that movie's Butler. good. It's so good. Clearly shot on cheap digital cameras, but makes no attempt to mimic the aesthetic or style of traditional film. The director is currently recovering from wounds sustained Fuck. while fighting in the Rus- fighting the Russian army, not for the Russian army, fighting the Russian army in Ukraine. Holy shit. Wow. Hope, hope he's all right. Gerard Butler's killing it. Gerard Butler is, yeah, pumping out. He was like, just in Plane or whatever. Yeah, he's pumping out dadcore movies. Yeah, big dadcore movies. Geezer pleasers, as they say. Yeah. I Ger- saw him get out of a SUV at LAX and then just go up a staircase that I've never seen anybody use before. <laughs> and I was like, that was Gerard Butler. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's killing it. Takeshi Kitano's Violent Cop. Kitano was a comedian for years Dude, and was not cop. taken seriously in Japan for a long time, even as his movies were getting heavily commended overseas. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Violent Cop. What a fucking mm-hmm. title. Dude. Yeah, it's sick. It's like Bad Lieutenant. So sick. Is it like Japanese Bad Lieutenant? Pretty much. That's sick. Uh, Ivan, remember <laughs> remember Herzog's Bad Lieutenant remake? Yes. Where he... I guess is it a re? I guess it's a, it's like a remake. It's just like a spiritual because he's not the same character. Yeah. He's just another bad lieutenant. Yeah, because it's called Bad Lieutenant Port of Call, New mm-hmm, Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. Just I remember the lizards when he's just like these fucking lizards, and he's like, Bleh. it's like, oh my god, dude, so good. dude. Oh, I forgot they live is coming to theaters. Okay. Yeah, it is. Fuck, I gotta get tickets. It's to that. coming. Shit. Oh, Wednesday we're gonna be at. The freaking yep. Nintendo. What a week, dude. I'm tired already. Mm-hmm. By the way, <laughs> never getting done. meet us at uh, Universal Studios, Studios Hollywood on Wednesday yep. 6th. We'll meet be there. Meet us there. Meet us We're there. We're going to be in the Nintendo lane. Meet us there, dude. Ivan Mikoliachuk's Babylon 20, spelled like XX, uh, 
Miko Lyachuk is the Ukrainian actor of the 60s and 70s and finally got a chance to direct in the late 70s, though several prior projects like White Bird with a Black Mark, that's a cool title, were his brainchild. Like a lot of great Ukrainian films from the USSR, it was faced with much censorship and forced changes. Still magnificent movie that is equally as funny and entertaining as it is heartbreaking and thought-provoking. That makes me think about... um. On Silver Globe, which is a very good movie. I don't think that's his debut, though. Hmm. I know it's not, but... Oh, Night of the Living Dead is a great one. Uh, S. Craig Zoller's Bone Tomahawk. I've been meaning to watch this one. Zoller wrote a bunch of novels and screenplays that were never filmed, so he took matters into his own hands. The budget is ridiculously low, but Mm -hmm. none of that shows. Performances are all top tier, a genuine Western that also happens to be a horror movie featuring one of the most graphic and disturbing acts of violence I've ever seen put to film. I've heard about that. And I've yet maintained, or I've yet not known what that movie's about. So I need to see it. It's a good one. Ryan Coogler's Fruitvale Station. He immediately established himself as one of the premier players in American film with this stunning debut. I hope he goes back to grounded dramas. I lived that, dude. I lived like right there at the time. Really? Mm hmm. Wait, where is it set? It's Daly City, Fruitvale Station. Where's Daly City? San Francisco. Oh. Crazy. Yeah. Zulowski's debut, The Third Part of Night, is also very good. Zulowski's great from what I've seen, so he did it on Silver Globe. Nice. On Silver Globe is fucking incredible. You can get it on this website that has it up like for free or whatever, which I don't recall right now. I think it's called like Rare or something. Rare Replay? Mm, I don't think that. <laughs> um, Cold Smith. Ridley Scott with The Duelist. Whoa, dude. My dad loves The Duelist. Another dad core movie. Rare Pirate Bay. So dad core. Wait, I thought Ridley Scott's first was Legend. Is that his second? Maybe, yeah, dude. The duelist. Harvey Keitel, right? Fucking sick. Uh, breakout debut. He, Yeah, he had done some TV episodes before that, but it doesn't count. Shawshank Redemption was maybe the strongest debut of all time for Frank Darabont. Holy shit. I never knew that was his first one. Lady Bird for, for Gerwig. I'm shocked that Lady Bird was her first directorial mm-hmm. debut. I had always thought she had directed like Francis Ha or one of those other yeah. ones before, but it was like... Uh, Bombac. Bombac, yeah. yeah. Taking all the glory. Taking all the glory? Thanks, Noah. I mean, I thought it was her, so she took the glory. Uh, Booksmart for Olivia Wilde. Yeah, I like Booksmart. Really showed some strong female foundational prowess. Really bummed that um, Don't Worry Darling sucked so hard. Damn. Rare film, maybe? That might be right. Um, mm -hmm, The behind the scenes is really fascinating for Don't Worry Darling. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Just I mean, like, like her, and, yeah, her yeah, and yeah, styles yeah. just like disappearing. Oh my god, yeah. And like Florence Pugh, like just like trying to direct scenes when yeah. they're gone, and then yeah. them just coming back, like acting like nothing happened. So insane, so crazy. Florence Pugh is amazing in that. Florence Pugh can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. I love Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, Florence Pugh, the greatest. Mm-hmm. I didn't like her part in Oppenheimer, and it was really funny because that was all made up. So that oh, makes really? sense, yeah. Huh? It was like her. All that shit was like not. Did accurate he, but did he cheat on his wife i don't even know dude i'm i read that I like assume he probably i read did. that all those scenes were like not based on reality <laughs> huh. yeah his story was inconsistent <laughs> yeah with reality yeah because um, they did feel like out of place and weird i yeah it, it, and like obviously like she's out there freaking the nipple all the time so she doesn't seem to care so it's like whatever 
a lot was made of whether it was worth it or not for her to be naked, you know? Mm -hmm. And I do see a narrative reason for it because it's like she represents that kind of like virile sort of like sexual thing to him Mm -hmm. instead of like a mental connection. Yeah. So I, I see why they would do it that way. Yeah. It didn't bother me particularly. Didn't bother me I know one it bit. bothered some people. It was but, tasteful. I mean, I love Florence Pugh, so whatever. Um, he was naked too. Whatever. David Fincher, Alien 3, fuck yeah, dude. I will defend David Fincher's Alien 3 till the cows come home. So till the cows get killer. ripped into xenomorph birthing chambers. <laughs> what? So I for his next dude, the killer. The killer, dude? Yeah, it's going to be yeah. sick. When's that come out? That's soon. Very soon, I believe. Ah. Uh, Hereditary and The Vivitch are both strong as fuck horror starts mm-hmm. for Aster and Eggers, respectively. Pi Fair and Opsy. Castle of Cogliostro is one of the greatest animated films of all time to kick things out for legend Hayao Miyazaki. Dude, I fucking love The Castle of Cogliostro. I love no that movie. Is that the No Cuts no, movie? No, no, no. Oh. Maybe, Which movie actually. was No Cuts? It might be. I think, I think it might have been Spirited Away. Okay. Maybe Prince, Princess Mononoke, yeah. maybe. Chad, no do you remember cuts. which one he sent the katana legendarily and said no cuts? No cuts. Anyway, Lupin the Third, dude. I love it. Castle Cagliostro, dude. It's got heart. I want to watch it right now. You've seen it? Yeah. Okay. Once. It's so good. It's I'm one of my favorite movies. It was me and it was Mononoke. Okay. Got it. Thank you, Scream. I've seen right all of those like just once. Yeah, it's been I, like I'm de- a decade plus. I'm overdue for another Princess Mononoke. Watch. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that since I was a teen, probably. Uh, Thief was Love a hell thief. of a start for Michael Mann. I could go on, but this shall, but shall desist, lol. Love and respect once again to the best cast on the net. Oh, Aww, thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Cold Smith. Thank you. Um, Love Thief. Good one. I need to see it. That's Super like good. a blind spot for me. Um, Just a good crime drama. Love a good crime drama. Straight up. Pa- I, I watched, um, you know how they do Criterion does that um, like closet picks video mm. video series Mm-mm. have you seen those Mm-mm. oh the, you'd love them they're just short like five minute videos on youtube and it's just like a famous director yeah. or actor or somebody um just picking movie picking blu-rays or dvds from their closet of of like all criterion movies that's amazing and they just talk about each movie that's a 10 out of Pat oswald just did one and you would be his tastes love are like Pat oswald his tastes are perfect up perfectly up your alley that's like the perfect. shit he says yeah is very you. I love him so much. Yeah, and he, I love he talks about like uh, some like crime stuff, and Sick. you'd be really into it. Oh, he's one of my favorite people, dude. I love him so much. Yeah, he he's great. He randomly showed up in uh, what we do in the shadows. This nice season, as himself. Yeah, he talks about detour, which Sick. made me think of you. Sick. I need to see that. I watched the trailer for that afterward, and I was just like, this movie seems nuts. Did I get that in Amoeba, dude? Detour sounds so familiar. Nineteen forty. Ooh, maybe not then. Maybe not. Maybe it was remade later, but mm-hmm. I don't know the year on that. Sick. I'll look into it. Uh, Pan Mojadito. Off the top of my head, these come to mind. Alex Garden, Ex Machina. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Neil Blomkamp, District 9. Jordan mm-hmm. Peele, Get Out. Dude, Get Out. Get Out. Is perfect. One of the strongest directorial debuts possibly of all time. Yeah. Like, obviously he'd been in the industry, similar to Alex Garland, like working and whatever. It, but like, the fact that Jordan Peele pivoted from comedy to that too is just so good. Yeah. And it, Get Out's not unfunny, which I think is part of its strength. Totally. But like, God, I love Get Out. So it's original. so fucking good. So good. Ex Machina I really like too. Alex Garland, I think, 
I always really like the premises of his stuff, and yeah. then I find that they kind of skew a little in the third act in ways I don't always love. Yeah. Um, catch you later, Uzi. Uh, a lot of Panera in that episode, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, those are great picks. District great picks. 9, dude. I love District 9 so much. I mean, you know my issues with District 9, but... I don't really. You don't? No. It negates its own premise. Negates its own premise? So, like, and it, this is maybe just a me thing, but I haven't I gone off on this before. Uh, it starts off where the camera exists. Oh, yeah, yeah, In yeah, the yeah. world. I remember, I remember, I remember. And then there's a point where they're hiding in the tall grass and the camera doesn't hide and the cops just look right through it. And there's been no indication that, that we've changed to a, just a movie reality. I remember, I remember. It's I'm gonna bullshit, it. I'm going to rewatch it with that in my Like, brain. I love the movie otherwise, but that really bothers me. Maybe I need to watch it again. It's Maybe there is a visual by. shift. Maybe there is a visual I'm going to find out. I'm going to rewatch it. It bothers me. <laughs> Fuck Other you. than that, great movie. He just said District 10 is very, very far away yeah. if it ever will happen. Yeah. He did District Gran Turismo. Really good, That's him. He directed Gran Turismo? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Gran Turismo was so good. It's a fucking sick movie. Just a crowd pleaser. I didn't know he directed that. That's mm-hmm. wild. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Sony, dude. That's Sony money. Remember Disc 9 was Sony and it came with, uh, the Blu-ray came with a God of War 3 E3 demo? Yo. How sick is that? That's really cool. Yeah. More of that. Yeah. I remember, like, gimmicks, dude. They work. I went and saw fucking Dreamcatcher to watch the Animatrix in theaters. It played it before Dreamcatcher? They played Animatrix, the last flight of the something. Nebuchadnezzar? Nebuchadnezzar, no. Last flight of the... Fuck. It was the CG one, the one yeah. that looked like spirits. Last flight of the. I'm so mad. I don't know this. Osiris. Osiris. God damn it. Thank oh, you, Eric. God. Uh, <laughs> last flight of the Osiris. Like, yeah, I went to see Dreamcatcher. That's hilarious. For that. That's so funny. And that was like pre Rotten Tomatoes, so I didn't know what I was in for. But boy, that even as a teenager, more pure time when you could go in. As a teenager, I was like, this is a horrible movie. You could go in though, and and. <laughs> Have nothing influencing your brain or mind, and I'm you could sorry, just watch I it just purely for you, modest mind. I'm sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe because like I've only seen it like once. Uh, yeah. So maybe I'm just not remembering something. Whatever. But if District Ten happens, I'm sure it'd be sick. I'd be day one for that. Like think about how many bullshit takes we take into movies and games now because of the internet and just because of all the information flying yeah. at us at all times. It is so hard to just go into a movie fully blank. Yeah. That's why I, that's like one of the main reasons I'm media blackout and no spoilers is because I'm trying to chase that feeling of going in just untainted. Yeah. By even if they're good opinions or bad, parasiting or whatever. Like, I always think so hard. Along the lines of parasite, I think of that wonderful line from Whiplash where he says the most damaging word, two words in the English language are good job. Yeah. That's being parasited, like being, yep. being t- like, fifteen people told me that uh, Spider Verse Two was yeah. like a transcendent masterpiece yeah, before and I you, saw and it. You're just like, and I'm like, I really, it's a great movie. Yeah, but like, when all you hear is transcendent masterpiece yeah. before you go to a movie, what are you gonna do with yeah. that? Then all of a sudden, that's your base. Yeah, and it's crazy. It's yeah, sucks. you can't go up from transcendent masterpiece. You yeah. can only go down. Yeah, don't tell people shit like that. Yeah. Just say, oh, I liked it. Check it out. Yeah. Like, I think you'd like it. Whatever. <laughs> Off our Parasite soapbox. Mm-hmm. Parasite, also incredible movie. Garrett Hellfish, 
Boots Riley knocked it out of the park with Sorry to Bother You. It's a bit off the rails, but it's a fun movie that plays with different socioeconomic statuses. If you enjoyed that, I highly recommend his newish show on Prime called I'm a Virgo. Oh, I didn't realize that was the same person. I'm a Virgo is a really interesting premise. The billboards don't sell the point of it because a the title was really hard to read on like there's a car and there's the kid sitting on the back of it and he's really big and everyone else is normal but the billboard it just looks like it's a stylized weird thing Hmm. but that's the actual premise of the show he's like a giant oh and he has to go to school or whatever it sounds wild i haven't seen it like a fable giant or Uh, just like a tall big big he's like huge okay like un like not like not possible huge okay okay tall Sounds I don't know how tall. Good. 14 feet. I want to watch that. That sounds emotional as a giant. But I think it's like weird and funny. I mean, if you've seen Sorry to Bother You, it's probably like surrealistic and strange. But there's like dramedy. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Sorry to Bother You was cool. I wanted it to go harder. I don't know. I I, I remember liking it, but wanting more when I saw it. But it was really good. And like what it showed, and like... What a great debut does is just show the potential, I think, of yeah, someone. And totally. like it was brimming with potential. Totally. I thought sorry to bother you. Was totally, great. totally. Um How about if someone loves a movie but says it sucks to help your expectations? No, I like Frankly, I, I'd love that. I like Islas. That's what I do sometimes when I really want someone to see something and I don't want to give it away. I'm just like, "Oh, it's really good. You should check that out." Or yeah, don't That's even it. say it's really good. Yeah. Just say, "Oh, check it out." Yep. I'd love to hear. You know what the best? Like, thing oh, you I really say? like it. You should watch that. No, the best thing you can say. I'd love to hear what you think of it. Yeah, that is good. Full stop. Full stop. Check it out. I'd love to hear what you think of it. Yeah. And then afterward, you could be like, "Wasn't it amazing?" Yeah. You know? <laughs> Hell yeah. Check it out. I'd love to hear what you think of it. That's Perfect. all you ever say to TM. someone, whether the movie's great or horrible. Check it out. I'd love to hear what you think of it. <laughs> uh, Logan Tawase. <laughs> You told me how to say your name, I feel like, before. And I forget every time. I'm so sorry. Tossy. Tossy. Toss. Toss me. Toss me. Toss me. So good. <laughs> you have to toss me. Don't tell the elf. Uh, two less than obvious ones come to mind that I love are Shane Black with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Good Hell one. yeah. I Kiss like Kiss that Kiss Bang movie. Bang, though, for me, was not a parasite thing. But I had two... Film school friends Uh-oh. who were just like... You can't trust film school people. Yeah, it was As just... As a film school person, yeah. don't listen to anything we say. It was like too <laughs> much. I'm just like, dude, it's good. Like, chill out with your freaking kiss, kiss, bang, bang, dude. Oh now here, this one speaks straight to my heart. Oh, Martin McDonough yeah. with In Bruges. Yeah, 10. Dude. Absolute 10. In Bruges mm-hmm. is so good. <laughs> Check it out. I'd love to hear what you think. Check, I mean, I mean, <laughs> check it out. I'd love to hear what you think. In Bruges. Check it out. I'd love to hear what you think. Yeah, It's our job to parasite you on In Bruges. It's our podcast point. We made this whole podcast just yeah. to watch In Bruges. Parasite them. Uh, Martin McDonough is a singular talent and a genius. Did you do Seven Psychopaths too? I hope he's chill. Yeah, he ten, did. Ten, ten, Dude. Ten. Legend has it, I heard this one time, I don't know how true, I don't know the veracity of this statement, but I heard that he, like, went to, like, a cabin or whatever for, like, an astonishingly short amount of time, like, probably two weeks or whatever, not a couple of days, but, like, Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks, and wrote 
the play uh, Pillow Man, I think it's called, in Bruges, uh, Seven Psychopaths, and like another like two or three play, like just all genius Jeez. level shit. And he wrote it in like a week. Jeez. And I'm just like, who are you? I don't know if that's true. Just that might be a complete lie just that I just heard one time. But yeah, some of the greatest writing in Bruges, yep. fucking the Banshees of Inishirin, yep. dude. Yep. Yep. Holy crap. That movie's so great. What a movie. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd lo- uh, yeah. <laughs> Check it out. I'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> we would love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> um, yeah. David Tennant and Jim Broadbent were the original cast of Pillow Man. Holy crap. That would be sick. I never actually got to see Pillow Man. It was playing at the Steppenwolf when I was in Chicago, and I never got a chance to see it. Steppenwolf? There's a theater called the Steppenwolf. Justice League? Yeah. Steppenwolf. I think this is named after the... Uh, Dawn of the Dead. Directorial yeah, debut. Zack Snyder. Probably named after... Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, both movies have extremely good leads. Robert Downey Jr., Val Kilmer, and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Colin Farrell, and Brian Gleason in Bruges. And coincidentally, both directors have only done four movies each in their career, and I really enjoy all of them except Shane's The Predator. Terrible film. Is that the newest one? Terrible Because Predators was okay, but then Predators The Predator. I've never seen The Predator. Terrible film. Don't huh. watch it. It has my boy Bold Holbrook in there, too. You love him. And I love Boyd Holbrook. What movie is he just... Was he in recently where he just shoots everything constantly? What was that? Am I thinking of the right person? I don't know. Fuck, what movie is that? I know he was in The Sandman. The Eyeball Man. Yeah, he's great in that. He's the Centurion so or whatever. great, dude. Yeah, he's great. No, he's he was so in something great. where he's somebody's henchman and his solution oh. to every problem is to shoot somebody. Yeah, it was uh, it's Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's trying to control like that. He's comical. barely in it. But it was like, like comical yeah, in that movie yeah, yeah. where all he did was shoot people. <laughs> It was so funny. That's one funny. of his least developed characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Done, it was not amazing. a character. Yeah, exactly, exactly. His character right. is just a gun with legs. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hilarious. And I mean, it, it makes sense for what he turns out to be, but like, yeah, whatever. Um, uh, a gun with legs. He's a gun with legs. Mm-hmm. A very handsome gun with legs. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, that includes Iron Man 3, which is one of my favorites in the MCU. It has one of my favorite lines in the MCU. Me too. Do you know the Probably line? Probably different ones. What line do you like in Iron Man 3? Is that all you got? A cheap trick and a one-liner? Baby, that could be the name of my autobiography. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like when Robert Downey Jr. swearing incoming, or rough language incoming, but it's a PG-13 movie and he says it, so whatever. Uh, when he says to the little kid, uh, he says something to the effect of like, my dad left me too, but I'm not a little pussy about it. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. So like an eight-year-old? Yeah, dude. <laughs> so intense, so ruthless. He's just such a dick. So ruthless. Uh, I, I can't, I wonder how hard he had to fight to get him to say that. Yeah. I do appreciate the MCU's first F-bomb being said by Chris Pratt in such a throwaway thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just open the fucking door. Yeah, that's good, that's <laughs> like, good, that's yeah. good. That's good. <laughs> Um, anyway. Actually, there's uh, I think PG-13 now can have two F-bombs. Cause two there, now? Yeah, there were two in uh, Grand Tree Smell. You can probably push for it, or mm-hmm. you have to pay like a fine or something. Got it. Because on TV, you have to pay a fine, I think. Got it. For li- Maybe that's just live TV, because yeah. it wouldn't get passed. Cause it's like I wouldn't they, be surprised, though, because like, th- that bar has, has yeah, slid around a lot over the years. Totally. Because they said one. I was like, oh, there it is. And then they said another one. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Those two. Yeah, you used to usually only get one <laughs> fuck through the MPAA yeah. 
for a punished... Oops, punished. PG-13. I read the word punished in Punished Tony Stark. Love Punished Tony Stark. Uh, they're both directors that I'll always pay attention to when they come out with new movies. Hell yeah. Martin McDonough, dude. Java F seconds Martin McDonough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lord in Bruges is good. Three Billboards yeah. is also good. It's a very complicated movie. Um, Acton, Acton, Acantos. There it is. Let's go for the obvious. Tarantino with Reservoir Dogs is a director arriving on the scene fully formed. Depending on the day, it's still my favorite of his movies, and it has all the elements that would become Tarantino trademarks sans feet. No feet stuff in there. You're right. It's all men. <laughs> He's not into male feet, I guess, too I much. I guess not, yeah. Uh, I don't believe in tipping. Sam Raimi with Evil Dead is also fascinating. Not as fully formed, but it's still all there if less polished than it will become. Yeah. Mm. The, uh, that's what I appreciate about Tarantino so much. Isla is starting out. So indie dude, so gritty, grimy. And like now his name is bigger than any movie he makes. He's just like so legendary, but like his filmmaking has matured with that. Like you have all this money and all these expectations, but like his movies have reflected that. So I, I just, I love that because sometimes you lose something, dude. When you get into the Hollywood system, something is lost. Yeah. So, just like that, like you know, Inglorious Bastards and I think even he, Hateful Eight. And, when his editor passed away, I think yeah, his movies have suffered hmm. from that. Dude, I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood so much. No, that one I liked. Hateful Eight, I think, was a little indulgent. A little bit. I'll give you that for sure. Yeah, a little bit. And it was meant to be a play, so yeah. whatever. For sure. Um. Yeah. I like the, the the no tipping thing is funny because it's Mr. Pink, yeah. But it uh, that scene foreshadows the movie, foreshadows like the twist of the movie or like who the traitor is. Oh yeah, 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 yep, yeah. yep. Uh, Mark Ham Hallinan, Speed by Yanda Bont, yeah, hell yeah. Then twenty years later, John Wick, Chad Stilensky, yeah. Stuntman turned director, very cool. Both technically their directorial debuts, despite both guys having deep history in filmmaking beforehand, which also both star famed immortal Keanu Reeves. Uh, John Wick's a little tricky because it's also Derek Kolstad as well. Right. Co-direct. Uh... Driver F, recently I saw Talk to Me after seeing it had great reviews on Letterboxd. Thought it was really good. Found out it was the theatrical de- directorial debut of Danny and Michael Philippou. Philippou? Who were YouTubers. Jealous. I also second other people's nominations of Ari Aster and Martin McDonough. Did uh, I talk about that? I feel like I talked about it last time. Talk to me. Uh, I feel every, like I every, my entire life is blended together. I don't yeah, know what same, the hell is going same, on. Anymore. Same, 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 same. Um. I don't want to parasite anyone, but uh, if you like horror movies, you absolutely need to see Talk to Me. I'm sure it'll be on demand or digital around October, so definitely put a pin in that one. And if you like watch horror it. movies, you absolutely yes. we would love to hear what we you would think love of to it. hear your thoughts <laughs> on Talk to Me uh, during the October season. Great, yeah, it looks too scary for mm-hmm. baby. Looks too scary yeah. for baby. So funny, like how subjective and divisive movies are because there's some hateful haters in chat which is totally like I totally get that but I think just like 
I think just growing. I think just growing up with my dad has like just influenced who I am and what I love, you know. And like, dude, my dad can put like any Tarantino movie on, but like can put on Hateful Eight and just like let it play, dude, and just fucking watch it and loves it and just gets like so invested and absorbed in it. I mean, so it's just like it's just straight up the dad. I call that the dad effect. Yeah, Yeah. and I mean, ironically, you're wearing your Oblivion shirt, which I feel like you often wear on reaction shot shooting days. Okay, yeah. Two Oblivion two t-shirts. Oblivion okay. t-shirts yeah. But I love Oblivion because I saw it in yeah. theaters with my dad. Yeah. You know, so I'm just like, hey. Terrible movie, but a 10 a out of 10. Exactly. That movie was a 10 out of 10. Yeah, exactly. I saw it with my dad. Yeah. Um, Matthew DeFilippo, uh, Bottle Rocket by Wes Anderson. His style wasn't all there, but it's still clearly his film. Lots of memorable dialogue, and it made me want to buy a jumpsuit. Yeah. The Watermelon Woman. I, uh, I need to see this. The Watermelon Woman by Cheryl Dunn uh, Dunier. Uh, don't know how to say that last name her feature film debut and the first feature film directed by a black lesbian a film within a film about black women and lesbians in film history the way the film presents the documentary quote-unquote footage and the film narrative makes for a highly compelling experience criterion just released a stellar edition of the film oh sick yeah i need to see that it's one of my lesbian blind spots for sure uh zach wojnar Thief by Michael Mann is a legendary debut and has so many of his aesthetic and thematic touches that would reiterate throughout his career uh, from movies like Heat to yeah. shows like Miami Vice and Crime Story. There's uh, like, yeah, a couple of those shots are like so similar, dude. So similar. What was Michael Mann's most recent? I feel like he's been gone for a minute. He did Black Hat, which was a bomb. Yeah. And he also did the first two episodes, first one or first two of Tokyo Vice for HBO. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And now he's doing Ferrari, coming out in a couple months okay, with Adam okay, Driver. Okay, okay. Yeah, very hyped on Ferrari. Is that just a biopic of Ferrari? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Enzo Ferrari. And then he wrote Heat 2, the book, as well. Right. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Gotta rewatch Heat. <sighs> Do for a rewatch on It's on 4K on now. Ooh. I love 4K. It's on 4K. You can probably feel all the sound of that movie. Ugh. <sighs> I've been. I want to get surround sound for my house. I just have like an LG sound bar with a subwoofer. Nice. Uh, yeah, it does fine. But it's like, I want to get the surround sound. But I guess my model's old or something. So like the one that works with it isn't in doesn't. stores anymore. Damn. Or something, so I'm just like, ugh. I don't no, I'm, buy looking, a I'm looking for new, a sound bar. Yeah, I don't want to buy a whole new thing. Sound bars do okay. Yeah, I'm They're looking not great. for great. They're fine. Yeah. Because I usually use headphones anyway. So it's basic. For movies. Yeah. Huh. Just cozy headphones. Yeah. I get too paranoid that someone's going to sneak up on me if I'm wearing headphones. Keep your back to the wall. My couch is in the middle of the room. (sighs) You got a problem then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got a problem. (laughs) At least we don't live on the first floor. I can't handle living on the first floor. Me and Sophia are both such city girls. We're just like, we can't be on the first floor. Like we we wound up at a hotel and we were on the first floor and neither of us slept well because we just like couldn't handle it. Yeah. Bound by the Wachowskis, great debut. Bound hype. Yeah. Also, one of those movies where it's like, as a trans lesbian myself, it's just like one of those things where it's like hindsight is twenty twenty, baby. Like, how did we not all just know this shit right off the bat? <laughs> like, from the Wachowskis? very lesbian movie. Yeah. 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 Nice. I haven't seen it in so long. Fifteen years. It's pretty good. I'd love to see what you think of it. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Cotolito. Hey, reaction shooters. <laughs> First up, some shameless Swedish promotion. As it happens, esteemed actor An- uh, 
And Joseph Ferris' brother, Ferris Ferris. Ferris Ferris, dude. Wheel That's of Time, That's his name? Bro. Yeah. Wheel of Time. Rogue One, Chernobyl, Chernobyl, Wheel of Time, to name a few roles. Just made his directorial debut. It's called A Day and a Half, and it's out on Netflix now. I haven't seen it yet, but it seems to be pretty tense thriller drama about a man who takes his ex-wife and a cop hostage over a lost Damn. custody case. Fucking intense. That is scary. My favorite directorial debut is the Peter Jackson 87 masterpiece, Bad Taste. There That's it is. good. Uh, it is an unhinged splatterfest, but it really showcases the raw talent that man had from the very beginning. I um, I don't like when things are too outlandish because then it goes into the absurd and the comedy and sure. the weirdness. I mean, I just, it's definitely like yeah. I like my shit so fucking early two thousands video games, <laughs> gritty, hard boiled, gray and brown, gray realistic, edgy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No comedy. Yeah. If I laugh, I turn it off. Uh, shout out to his parrot's oven, whose limited size shaped the iconic squashed head of the alien's creatures. Hell yeah. A parent's oven. That makes a lot more sense than parrots. I'm also an Alien 3 apologist. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And we'll defend that movie. Yo, Isla. Until the de- What? Assembly cut. The assembly cut, <laughs> yeah. dude. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> These, the Alien 3 assembly edit is very good. You can see he was getting fucked by the studio. He it's not was, his fault. Yeah. David Fincher. He dude. got hosed. The studio's fucked him. The studio's fucked him. Fucking movie. Mindhunter, dude. We need a bat. Oh, Mindhunter. Sophia's it. pissed about Mindhunter. We need it. She loves Mindhunter. Dude, it's like... It... it, 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 it uh, wrong place, wrong time for yeah. Mindhunter. Wrong yeah. place, wrong. That could have been. And the budget was probably higher than it needed to be. Definitely, but it looks so good. But Netflix is so unpredictable; exactly. they'll cancel something just willy nilly. Everybody cancels everything. Like whatever. Mindhunter should be celebrated up there with the Chernobyls and the the Breaking Bads and the fucking like True Detective season one. I think like... people thought it was going to just be like a procedural or yeah. something. Yeah, I don't know. God. Uh, uh, they go on to say, I'm not going to deny that Alien 3 is flawed. Yeah. But in my opinion, clearly the third best movie in the franchise. The wh- Oh, third best movie in the franchise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, Easy. Yeah. One and two are tied because Easy. they're different and they're trying different things. Yeah. Then I would say it goes three, four. Three, four. And then Prom- I guess Prometheus and, and then Alien Covenant, Covenant. But like Alien Covenant is like... Yeah. So far behind yeah. the rest. Like Prometheus is a yeah. huge gap, but then Alien Covenant is like Prometheus, at least I really like the cast and I really like the beautiful look. film. Yeah. Visually gorgeous. We got two Alien projects coming. We have a TV show and a movie. Both coming. I'll believe it when I see Both it. Both coming. One of them is about kids. One of them's like a coming of age alien movie, which sounds sick. That'd be kind of They cool. haven't really done that. So Is that the movie or the series? I- I keep getting them mixed up. Cause is I, it on LV426 or whatever? Or I don't remember. Because on Hadley's so. Hope. I think it's or, a new planet. Like if it's kids on Hadley's Hope, like when shit was going down, that'd be yeah, kind of cool. Like normally sick. I don't like things that are prequels or like set within the time period between yeah. blah, 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 like Star Wars does. Because I'm yeah. just like, just have courage and move forward, please. Yeah. But like, yeah, that could be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers It'll be better than Covenant. I mean, that's the lowest bar in human history. <laughs> so at least David was cool in it. David he's was really cool. good in it. If sort of and like, but it's like David or uh, uh, Ridley Scott, like he didn't go far. In, like with the weird, like incestual, like 
like clone thing like yeah. either go for it or yeah. just don't because the half measure is just weird and yeah. it's not saying anything so glad he directed that instead of blade runner oh lord thank thank God. you ridley thank you thank you he said it's his biggest regret yeah but it wouldn't have been good it's if you his did biggest it. regret and it's it's our greatest, greatest relief victory <laughs> yeah denis villeneuve thanks ridley one of my favorite working filmmakers yeah good grief. holy shit yeah <laughs> Blade Runner 2049 is incredible. 10 out of 10. That's a 10 out of 10 film. It is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. Yeah. I blame everyone like, who didn't see Blade it in the Runner theater. I love Blade Runner 1, but I love yeah. 2049 more. I'm literally standing up here looking down on everyone who didn't see it in the movie theater, judging all of you. Yeah. Scum. Visual yep. masterpiece. Straight up scum. That Deacons? Yes. I think it's Deacons, yeah. Yes. God damn it, that movie's so good. Ah! <laughs> uh, I mean, sorry. We'd love to hear what you think of it. We'd love to hear your thoughts. (laughs) Yes. Uh, um, Where the hell was I here? Uh, Then I'm going to invoke the RS rules of it counts, everything counts, and say Sam Raimi's Evil Dead. It's not technically his feature-length debut, but no one has seen It's Murder, and it's basically impossible to find. It's a James Cameron situation. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. And Evil Dead is such a stone-cold classic, it has to be mentioned. Yeah, fucking A. Uh, Finally, classic anime of the month is Serial Experiments Lane! Woo! (laughs) I love Serial Experiments Lane, dude. Yeah, you do. I just rewatched all 13 episodes, yeah. And it's scary how it's more relevant now with the depiction of internet culture and AI than it was back then. Almost prophetic. Holds up. Love Love that. Dude, Serial Experiments Lane is like is like flawless well it's incredible but it's also just like the embodiment of depression <laughs> i was really depressed when i watched it so maybe that but whatever uh serial experiments lane not a directorial debut uh Cotolito just likes to tell us uh, a nice anime that they watched every month Hell yeah. if you're confused viewers and listeners uh fide Krau. uh big shout out to jeff fowler in case you don't know Real quick, what was Sam Peckinpah's directorial debut? Peckinpah directorial, I do not Because it wasn't know. Straw Dogs. No. And it wasn't Wild Bunch. And I don't think it was Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia? No. Anyway, Peckinpah, what a fucking maniac. Absolute maniac. <laughs> what a fucking maniac. Absolutely. Something tells me, does not trust women, I think. Absolutely. That, pe- that Peckinpah. A lot of TV shows and Deadly then the, the Deadly Companions. Check? Deadly Companions. 1961. An ex-army officer accidentally kills a woman's son and tries to make up for it by escorting the funeral procession through dangerous Indian territories. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Peckinpah. Not the preferred nomenclature, Peckinpah. Yeah. Um. Sounds interesting. Though. Yeah. Bring me the head of Alfredo Garcia is so good. An unholy, no one's ever seen it. Look at this poster. <laughs> Back and by. An unholy alliance. Out of his mind. The Deadly Companions, yeah, dude. Yeah. What a peck and pod yeah. concept. Three hell-driven men stalk a beautiful, tempting woman alone in an untamed land. Savage Sounds action like and explosive emotions erupt on screen. See the deadliest gun down of all of them. See the vicious crunch of fist against flesh. <laughs> See the terror of Apache cruelty. This is it's a, could be problematic here. Sounds, <laughs> yeah. I mean, peck and pop movies yeah. are uh, controversial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. they're um, yikes, zesty yeah. to say the least. Like yeah. Straw Dogs literally scarred me as a teenager. It was fucked up, and I was just like, 
It made me not trust women for a hot minute. Movie's fucked up. Or men. Trust no one, Fox Trust Mulder. no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. Don't Fox go Mulder to had the country right. alone and trust no one. Yeah. But then, like, ah, oh, it's so complicated. That I movie's got, fucking crazy. I gotta get back to X-Files. Oh, yeah. Season we're, four, we're, dude. We're in season season four. four. Dude, you're, like, in the thick I of it. I know! <laughs> we're in the thick of it. <laughs> I know. Seasons, like, three through seven Six, are seven, fucking yeah, crazy. I know. I gotta get back to it, dude. Watch the movies in the right place. I, I, I got it all. You got it all mapped out. Got it all mapped. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm proud of you. Pretty <laughs> uh, crouch. Uh, big shout out to Jeff Fowler. In case you don't know, he directed both Sonic movies, and his directorial debut is the first Sonic movie. Good movie. Yeah, it's so rare to hear an untested director without even an indie film to their name be given the rents to reins to a major franchise. Yeah, what jealous, and do a pretty good job at it. I love both maybe. of these movies, and I think the director is a big reason why they're successful. Yeah, a lot of good video game stuff lately. Yeah, adaptations. We're getting there. Yeah, I remember we did an episode about video game adaptations. Mm-hmm. Back then, there weren't really any good ones. Yeah, now there are. Woohoo! Mario, Mario. I liked Mario. A lot yeah, of people good. didn't. I don't know. Whatever. It's just cute. It's fine. Oh, TN. P.S. Since Isla asked this last time, my name is pronounced the same as FedEx, but without the X. So Fede, 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 Fede. Yeah, German. I figured it looked German to me. My last name is German, so the C-H in my last name is pronounced as the H in hot. Yeah. Fede Krach. Fede Krach. I like your Sora icon, Fede too. Fede Krach. Love that Sora icon. PSPS, The Wheel of Time is back, baby. Yeah, it is. I Great watched the first one. New season. Also, Ahsoka is amazing. Ahsoka is okay. amazing. Okay. Ahsoka is amazing. That's what I didn't talk about either. Summon, dude. Ahsoka is amazing. Straight up cozy. <laughs> so cozy, dude. So fucking cozy. It is... It is... It's getting there. It's getting those Andor levels, dude. I'm serious. I don't know if we'll hit Andor levels, but it pump, is like... Pump the brakes. Andor adjacent. Pump the fucking brakes. I love it. And I don't watch Clone Wars or Rebels. So anyone that's like, you need to watch them. No, bullshit. You don't. It's fine. Yeah. Chill out with your cartoons. Just Star, Star Wars, dude. Like, yeah. burn me once, shame on yeah. me. Burn me 12 times, shame on you. you dude, know? I love Ahsoka. But it's also because I... Star Wars is a great balance of like I am so emotionally invested because this is something I've been watching for three decades. Yeah. But also I don't really care and I'm just passively watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like you get both benefits of that yeah. by being insanely invested and also like, oh whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to Andor I love. Yeah. And I think right now I'm just an Andor head. Ahsoka's sweet. I mean, I'll, I'll check rules. it out maybe once it's done. She's a great know. character. Ah, you're I a great character. I think you'd really like this show. All right. For real, it's good. Parasiting me. There's no George R. Binks, so paras- Sophia's like probably George out. Binks, so yeah, she... I mean, I don't like George Has she been Binks. watching? Huh? Has she been watching? No, we've both just been playing Baldur's Gate 3. We haven't even barely, like, seen each other since Baldur's Damn. Gate came out. We're just taking our separate 30-minute break. Episodes are, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. 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 Jacopo Amelli. It's wild that Shawshank Redemption and Citizen Kane are Darabont and Wells' debuts, respectively. Yeah, it's insane. Imagine coming out of the gate with something that is wildly widely considered one of the best movies or best of all time. It's insane. Shout out to District 9. Still bummed that Blomkamp never got Halo. Uh, but we got Gran Turismo. <laughs> uh, last one here. Mikey Mo, dude. Or Mickey Mo. Probably Mikey Mo. I'm mad we got we never got Peter Jackson's Halo, dude. That was the one. Kidding me? 
Sorry, Blomkamp, no disrespect. I love you, bro. I love all your movies except Chappie, but fuck me. Peter Jackson? Halo? I feel like Halo would make a good... Well, they did a series. But give it to, like, the Battlestar Galactica people. Yeah. Like, it's heady and weird. Like, ship names like that, you yeah. need thoughtful people. Give it to some range. Star Trek people. Yeah, give it to, like, nerds. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I wanted to ask you. Huh? It's not going to happen anymore. But uh, you love Star Trek. I do. You love it. I'm not current. And over the last 10 years of knowing you, you're not too big into Tarantino. He was going to do a Star Trek movie. How would oh, that right. have made you feel? I would have seen it. I would, I would have gone Did that, Would it. that excite you or no? Or uh, you, it, would, you would just been like, well. I would have just gone to see it and be like, yeah. okay, this is weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a weird <laughs> tonal I, I would be very interested to see that. Yeah. Like the, the, to, that, what, what that does product, it look like? Yeah, like I that can't even... product would be bonk. <laughs> yeah. Would it be R? Would it be PG-13? Yeah, would it be PG? Know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I would be fascinated to yeah. see that. I don't dislike Tarantino. Yeah, but you don't like love no, Tarantino. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But you love I, Star Trek. I'm kind of the opposite of you. Like, I think uh, I like Tarantino's earlier stuff mm-hmm. more than his late. Like, I think yeah, it, yeah. it kind of... Well, Pulp Fiction is my Maybe number Maybe Plateaus. One. Yeah, Pulp Fiction is yeah. obviously, yeah. yeah. But, but still, yeah, dude, that would have been so Like, weird. none of them are bad. Yeah. Uh, actually, I didn't love Hateful Eight or Django, but, like, yeah. I love original Django. Hell yeah. Fucking carrying that thing Don't, Didn't like Chappies? I do Chappies. No, I never saw Dude, Chappies. and I remember, like, kind of hating Elysium, too. I need to rewatch both of those. I've only seen them once. <laughs> Imagine all the Borg feet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Please honestly, know. honestly, if it involved the Borg, you 100% know there would be like a Borg <laughs> queen shot where she descends into frame with her feet first. Yeah. Just slow up the whole body, Tarantino. <laughs> you know that would happen. It kind of happens in first Has contact, he commented but... on uh, his foot fetish or has he been asked about it? Uh, he's because been asked he, about because it. Because this show made me realize it was a thing. Yeah. And I'm a Tarantino fan and yeah. I never really... I know people who know people who know him. Got it. And they were like, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Because it all makes sense once you hear that because it is a plot point in oh. some movies. Oh, yeah. And it is a focus in some shots. Oh, but I yeah. never just realize it because feet gross me out. So I'm not looking at him. I'm not thinking about him. I don't yeah. want him away. Yeah. So it's interesting. I you think, learn something new every I day. I think at best, feet are like cute, <laughs> but not something I like think about or pursue like like they're so dirty dude. they're just they're so dirty they're just walking on no here's my thing they're encased in fucking shoes or socks in in a tarantino movie (sighs) right where you've got like margaret qualley with her feet up on the dashboard then then i'm like okay (laughs) sure these are some cute feet but that's it. That's it, yeah. I think really what I just like is human skin. <laughs> yeah, I love skin. I love skin. Nice soft skin for yeah. sure. Skin is my favorite. Love skin. I love skin. And Same. feet have skin on them. Same. And so I enjoy that element of feet. Yeah. But beyond that, no, I don't see the appeal. Yeah. I guess the little pads on the bottom are kind of fun. You can like poke them. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> no, thank you. We're like animals, aren't we? Like little pads on the bottom yeah. of our feet. Yeah, like, that is mur- weird. Do, do you ever that. think about feet? Just like look at your hands. Yeah. Like like apes, right? Yeah. Like you look at like ape feet, how they can use them like hands. Yeah. And feet are just long ass hands. Yeah. That lost articulation. Yeah. Weird as hell. Can only like pick stuff up with your toes, kind of like a fists bl- with your toes. Like I pick up a blanket with my toe sometimes. 
Can we take two seconds to talk about how genius the exposition in Die Hard is? Best first act in a fucking movie, dude. Sets up everything, feels so natural. Feels so natural! Gets him barefoot so in a believable natural. way, so he gets fucked later. Incredible, dude. What a film! It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway. Fucking Die Hard, die dude. Die Hard, dude, fuck. Uh, I, there's no way that's McTiernan's directorial. I doubt it. You, was Predator? Predator was before Die Hard, wasn't it? Dude! Wasn't what it? is John McTiernan's? Because Die Hard was directorial. Holy shit. Holy 88. Shit. 88. I was like, John it's not McTiernan, 90. John McTiernan, dude. Is it Predator? It's Nomads. Ouch. By one year. Never seen it. Nomads, it. then Predator, then Die Hard, then Hunt for Red October. Freaking sick. Run, yeah. Then he came then, back for Die Hard 3, dude. Yeah. Last Action Man, Hero. Last Action Hero was cute. Yeah. As yeah. a kid, I was like, this is cute. Yeah. 13th Thomas Warrior. Yeah. 13th Warrior, I was disappointed by. I gotta watch it again. My yeah. neighbors really liked it. I was it. not into that one. Rollerball. Fucking rollerball. Basic. He's the one who got in he trouble just with disappeared. The, he had he literally had mob ties. <gasps> he had mob ties. John McTiernan, look it up. Full on mob, mob ties. ties. Yeah, mob ties. Crazy story. Check it out. I would rather a director have mob ties though than like, I mean. Mob ties is bad, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> mob ties is bad. It's really intense. Can or, you come back from mob ties? I, I don't know if he was... Because you can't come back from, like, abuse or whatever. I don't know if it was, like, 100% like he's in the mob. There was, like, some kind of, like, wiretap or something. Holy it's, shit. It's, it's a full thing. Dude, it's a full the fuck, thing. bro? Yeah, it's a full-on thing. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. My, my details... Or I have not looked into it in a while, so my details are a little fuzzy right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will seek out a YouTube yeah, essay yeah. on the McTiernan mob ties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, the Godfather has some mob ties, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> um, all right, last one. You're probably not coming back for that. I mean, you'll be dead if you have the wrong kind of mob ties. Oh, oh shit. Swimming Cement with the shoes. fishes. Cement shoes. Yeah. Took a long walk off a short pier. That's so crazy. He's swimming with the fishes. Uh, can you imagine murdering someone? No. Awful. Good no, God. neither can I. I love kills, but only in the movies and video games. Yeah. Good Fictional. Lord. Fictional. Yes. Like, I think about, like, how Jesus. guilty I would I feel about just, like, hurting someone's feelings. Dude, even, like... like saying the wrong thing. Dude, I feel bad about for weeks. Even, like... Shatter your life. Even, like, bumping into someone yeah. and they're like, ow. I'm like, oh, my God, are you okay? Right. Like, any kind of discomfort. Giving someone a massage and they're like, ow. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Soul crushing. <laughs> yeah. I Crazy. can't imagine it. Crazy. And it's so funny because you we have just, a disconnect in your brain. You must. Because, I mean, like, yeah. or you'd, like, force yourself, like, you're so backed into a corner. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Because, like, I don't Those know. Those are always interesting. To stories. defend someone. Yeah. Or like, you know, there are circumstances, yeah. but because like, I, because the only thing that's semi adjacent to that and I can relate to somebody doing a crime is like a thief that has no money, no, no outs, no yeah. options. Like, and you got kids and you got, you got, yeah. Kills, you got me kids, medical feed, bills or something. Two, and four, they like, six, oh, one, dude, Jean Valjean. Yeah. Steal that bread. They gotta steal something, and it's like, yo, I don't approve of that, but I can understand. Gotta it. eat to live, gotta steal to eat. Tell you all about it when I got the time. What is that? Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin, exactly. Aladdin, dude, I get it. Aladdin, you yeah. have to steal that shit. Yeah, hundred percent. You can't afford that food. Yeah, yeah. Street rat. 
Yeah, <laughs> Street Rat Aladdin. Love Street Aladdin. Street Rat. I gotta watch Aladdin again, dude. <laughs> I gotta watch Guy Ritchie's Aladdin. Yo, Guy Ritchie, dude, lock stock. Was that his first? I'm pretty sure. It's before Snatch. So, yeah, yeah, dude. That's no a good one. said one. that? Oh, That's a good Lockstock's one. so good. Mikey Belt. I am an all-in season ticket holder to anything made by Safty or Sean. The Safties <laughs> or Sean Baker. That's funny. He was so incredible in Oppenheimer. Oh, my God. Oh, Safty. Yes. Yeah, he was good. Oh, my goodness. Uh, they are making the kinds of movies I love to watch and hope they all have a good run. Safty's first limited theatrical debut was a 2008 film I have never seen nor heard. What I got parasited here by film student. Uh but uh, they knocked it out of the park with yep. Good Time film in student. 2017. Fucked me. I liked Good Time. I liked it, but a film student friend of mine was I don't really just remember it freaking well. out. I did not like Uncut Gems. Oh, I love Uncut Gems. So like, much. it's good. Oh, my God. I Obviously, love it so like, much. I can see. It's one of those movies, and we've talked about this, but it's one of those movies where it's like, I can see that this is a very good movie. Mm-hmm. I can see the quality of this film is good and high. Yeah. However, I cannot sympathize with this character. Because he just keeps yeah. making awful, stupid, dumbass decisions. Totally. And I always need characters to relate to, Isla. When a character I don't like, I usually don't like the movie, but with Uncut Gems, for me, the reason I loved it was the feeling and the mood. Yeah. It has such a distinct, chaotic energy that is no, like... It's the most stressful movie. Yeah. One of the most stressful movies. To like come out of a movie feeling just like, oh my God, yeah, when I just yeah, went yeah. through something. No, like, shout like out. I said, yeah. incredibly made yeah. movie. But you just hate Fantastic movie. But yeah, I was just like, I yeah. hate this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an unpleasant watch. Yeah. I always yeah. remember The weekend in it too. Remember? The weekend is in it? The weekend. He's like at the club. Cameo. He's like, yo, I'm not playing until we get some fucking blacklight in here. I ain't playing this shit. I mean, he sounds like a real piece of shit. <laughs> IRL, like, put so. the black light in. He's like, oh my god. I always remember that line. Fucking the idol, dude. Jesus Christ. What a um, train wreck. Ugh. Especially with the background of like Amy's. I know. There's one thing to be yeah. a train wreck, and then you hear the other parts like behind the scenes. Where it's like it could have been like something interesting and thoughtful. Yeah. Ugh. Whatever. Um. Good time in 2017, their debut wide theatrical release under A24. The film picked up more attention as years went on, leading me to discover them and buy tickets to an incredible day one viewing of Uncut Joms at TIFF Lightbox Theater in 2019. Uh, it is one of my favorite movies in the theatrical experience, especially before the pandemic ruined all that. Sean Baker's theatrical quote unquote debut uh, has all been film fests and limited releases. Oh. Some half assed research shows the 2012 film starlet would have been technically his debut in theaters so he didn't come in hot his breakthrough in 2015's tangerine oh yeah i like tangerine uh which has been followed up with one great film after the next with the florida project and red rocket being two incredible films i don't necessarily think he needed to turn anything around but he certainly keeps getting better unfortunately he's never had a wide theatrical release as of yet both the safties and baker have some overlapping qualities that I love. They made dark settings feel highly entertaining and grim. People can be both charming or insufferable, depending on your personal taste. <laughs> but in either way, but either way, they all suffer consequences for their actions. They remind me a bit of Mike Clattenburg, uh, Trailer Park Boys. Trailer Park Boys. Black That's Jesus, a Grumbomb special. In that everything is mostly entirely filmed outside with a ton of running around small communities. They do... Uh, 
a lot with a little and make highly entertaining and unusual films. Yeah, I really like Tangerine. I that's the only one of those I've actually seen of Sean Baker's, I guess. Nice. Although I heard Red Rocket and Florida Project. Really Where cool. is the rocket? Is that from that? Rocketeer. Rocketeer. I was gonna say that's Rocketeer. <laughs> um, but Tangerine's really really good. Nice. Shot on iPhones. Crazy. Whoa. Like insane. Unsane. Soderbergh. Never saw that one. What's Soderbergh's debut? Soderbergh's debut, oh, I believe, sick. is Schizopolis. Sex, Lies, and Sex I think Schizopolis, then Sex, Lies, and oh, Videotape. Okay. Damn, missed it by one. I think. Got it. Um, Sex, Lies, and Videotape, though. Yeah. Phenomenal movie. Phenomenal. God, I love that movie. Spader, dude. Phenomenal. King of Awkward Sex, dude. James Spader. <laughs> oh, God. Little James disapp- Spader. Little disappointed in... um. Our viewers today, though, at the end of this, not gonna Uh-oh. lie, I'm a little Uh-oh. disappointed. Uh oh, what they missed? Uncle Huber is a little, little disappointed here, Chatty. Kronos, Guillermo del Toro. Somebody mentioned it. No. Maybe that was in chat. No, yeah, not in the comments here. Little disappointed. We're disappointed. That's gotta be. Chad. That's gotta be one of my. We're disappointed, Chatty. That's in my top three. No question. I've never seen it. Are you disappointed in me? It's incredible. I gotta see it. Oh my goodness, Kronos. Forty-year-old virgin was Apatow's first. That's crazy. It's Guillermo del Toro, Swordfish. Chronos, dude. What? You haven't seen Chronos, Chronos That's in dude. your wheelhouse. Swordfish. Wait, what? That is in your wheelhouse. Swordfish, if you have not seen that, I know what you're doing tonight. That is... We'd love to hear We'd love to hear your thoughts, Swordfish. <laughs> We'd love to hear what you think Swordfish, about. we would absolutely love to hear your thoughts on, on Chronos. <laughs> yeah. That's my new favorite thing today. <laughs> yeah, I'm obsessed with it. Check it out. We'd love to hear your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, I'm obsessed. Um, <laughs> put it on the docket. Put baby. it on the docket, Swordfish. Let me know. Keep me posted. He wrote Heavyweights, but 40-year-old version was the first one he directed. Interesting. Dude, Heavyweights. Does that hold up? Because it was on their, it was on the kid's side. Yeah. So it's like probably Ben Stiller not, is the asshole Right, he's in the, the asshole. Yeah. So it's not fat shaming. It's like yeah. on their side. Yeah. So it probably holds up? I remember, I only saw that once as a kid. Or saw it a lot. Yeah. I remember the blob, right? The big like bouncy ball thing, right? I don't remember. There's like an inflatable bounce thing in the water. Oh, and then Ben Stiller oh, gets no. there and like spikes it with like a Jesus. fucking spear Ben like, still yeah. playing a psycho it's is scary I love it it's, it's so scary good. when he did the yeah. Oliver Stone land thing for the Ben Stiller show <laughs> so funny the hell's he been up to uh Severance I guess he's in Severance Ben no, he's, Stiller he's behind it he's like making it oh Severance is fucking good yeah. dude I watched it at the wrong time I'll, call, I'll circle back circle back there's one season or two uh, season two is taking a minute because oh, okay. turmoil in the universe. Great. Great. Um, so I got time. Yeah. In fact, maybe wait. But Severance is phenomenal. Yo. You would love Severance. Here we are in You sub- would love Severance. For sure. I'm, I, I mean, wait. I believe sorry. You're 100%. I would love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> uh, here we are in September. Yeah. Hell yeah. Is Silo our favorite new show of the year still? Probably. Season one. Fucking loved it. Yeah. I loved Silo, dude. Yeah, same. I miss it. God damn. That was fun. Week to week. Wait, when's House of Usher? That's got to be soon. That's got to be really soon. Conf- I, hope it's, I hope it's... Confirmed not in any kind of Flanagan verse. Yeah, it's, it's, own it's on thing. its own. Yeah. I mean, are they other ones connected at all? Not really. They're not like... Because the haunting yeah. series, they're not connected to not each other, connected. are they? They're just about grief yeah. and love. Uh, yeah. Maybe Bly yeah. Manor... Hill House is so sweet. I love Bly Manor. Same. Bly Manor. I just read an article today Top about tier. the best Flanagan scene of all time. It's too much of a spoiler, so we'll talk about it offline. 
Were I to guess, without spoiling, if possible, I really love... I'm not going to say anything. I really love the monologue, of which there are many, <laughs> in Midnight Mass, Go when, ahead, Midnight Mass, when he's talking about the stars it wasn't that, but as that an excuse so for religion. Good. Oh, my God. Because it's pretty close to how I kind of feel religion was invented, because it's just like the human animal just needs something because mm-hmm. we're so afraid. Yeah. And like I thought that that was a really elegant way of stating that. Incredible. But what I love about Midnight Mass is it doesn't talk down to yeah religion. Totally. Like she's religious in that scene and has her perspective too, which is also valid and totally. works for her, and which is I think is very sensitive and, and nice about for that. For sure. God, Gerald's game is so fucked up. Yeah, I don't like it, dude. Because it I freaks think me about out. I think the shot, the shot. Oh, yeah, I don't, the like shot, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Dude, st- something standing in the corner is like, like the it. scariest thing to me. And I always go to sleep after my wife, and so I'm sitting alone in my fucking room in our room, and like. It's all doors and corners, Holden. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking around. There's like fucking the closet door, the bedroom yeah. door, the bathroom door, and like it's all bathed in darkness. And I, I think dark th- corners. The things that come to mind are dude from Gerard, Gerard Gerald's game, uh, that fucking eyeless thing from Yellow Jacket. Oh my god. Because because I look and I it's not as bad since I covered our skylight in our bedroom because it yeah. was like too bright in the morning. But like when the skylight was there the moon would come through and I would see myself in the mirror oh as I was like going to, to the bathroom at night, right? And so I would look like an eyeless monster Yeah. because the light would hit just my face but leave my eyes as these sockets. And I would scare myself. Jeez. <laughs> also, I listen to a lot of Radio Rental and Sophia says I'm not allowed to listen to podcasts anymore because I, yeah, uh. I got too scared. Before Oh, I hang on to things. I saw Gerald's game. I saw parts of Gerald's game Years ago, and I still yeah. think about that shot it's like disturbing. every it's every disturbing. That's the best. That's what they say. If you want to make a horror movie, Hereditary? you have yeah. to have like the you sister, have to have an image the that mom is incredible. Standing in the corner in Hereditary, yep. fucking scary. Dude. You have to have it, dude. You have to have an unforgettable. I image. need a dog. It is like the only way to have a horror movie that impacts society. Yeah, one unforgettable image. Yeah, it's all you need. Start there. Make your movie around it. Might not have a good movie. But it'll get you somewhere. Percolating a folk horror movie. I'm excited about some of the shots. Uh, anyway, top tier sci-fi horror movie. Alien. Alien. Number one. Yeah, 100. Then probably Event Horizon is good, <laughs> but it's been a little overhyped over the years. Like it's fine, but it also is like a little too revered for me. Like it's good. It's a good Which movie. One? I forgot what you. Event Horizon. Oh. Event Horizon scared me for yeah. scarred me for life when I was like thirteen. Yeah, Sunshine's pretty good. It sort of counts as horror. Uh, <laughs> the Hellraiser and Jason's in space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, they're bad. Um, God, that new Hellraiser was sick though. Yeah, I really loved it. I loved that one. That was good. Yeah, it's funny because I was talking about this with James and Elise yesterday because Hellraiser was coming up on the like Google Home after yeah. we watched that horrible No Hard Feelings movie. Those I didn't like the crew that much in it, the people, the characters in the new one. Well, here's my thing. Here's They're my thing with Hellraiser. Guys. I've been a lifelong Hellraiser fan, but I don't think any of them are all that good. Mm. But I just love the idea of Hellraiser. But like, it's always missed the mark. Yeah. But the new one, I think, is the closest to the mark, I think and you're so right. I like it the best. Yeah. Also, just like Jamie Clayton as, yeah, as Pinhead is just fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, we digress. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, everyone. This has been Reaction Shots for September. 
We will be back next month to talk about whatever the hell it is we decide horror. to talk about. It's October. Oh, it's October. It's going to be some kind of horror thing. Yeah. Have we done like camp horror, like camp themed? Maybe. We could, do, sure. we could dual uh, meaning it with camp as in like we've gone to camp, but yeah. also camp as in like this is campy. That's funny. We could do both. The so duality. it could be like Rocky Horror Picture Show and Sleepaway Camp. That's pretty perfect. Or something. Saw. I scrubbed out on Saw after like four, dude. I'm <laughs> I mean, there's just... ten of them now? Come yeah, on. I scrubbed the hell out. Have you ever ranked the t- Friday the 13th? I don't know if I've ranked them, but six is my favorite Is by that the far. one where he picks up the sleeping bag and just wails it against That's a tree? seven, which oh, I okay. also love. That's a good kill. Yeah. How it's, it's like ri- the person in the sleeping bag still wriggling around after like it gets slammed into. I'm like, how did you do that? It's so incredible. It's so incredible. I Nostalgic love six horror and three a lot. I really like three. Three gets kind of. I love folk horror. Yeah. I got that folk horror box that I'm going to get through that. And- They're making a Crystal Lake TV show apparently, but who the uh, hell knows what's going on with that? Who the that? hell knows, man? Yeah. All right, Chatty Poo Babies. We will see you very soon. Um, what day is it? It's Monday. We'll be back tomorrow with a bunch of stuff, if I recall. Ooh, queer horror would be fun. Um, I never saw that they-them, like, conversion camp movie. I'm reading Camp Damascus right now. Um, yeah, tomorrow, 3 p.m., Community Showcase with Damiani and Gabby. Uh, then we've got group stream with Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, dude gonna be sick yeah. and then huber hype's taping live yeah for the first time i finished final fantasy history. 16 so we are going to spoil the living shit out of it cool it'll be properly labeled don't worry it'll be properly labeled <laughs> yeah don't sweat it yeah uh oh yeah achieve it yourself uh season five launches tomorrow uh please be excited It'll be a fun one. Yo. Yo. Shitty director, mostly. Pretty sure it was his debut. Uh-huh. Bad Boys. Oh. Bad Boys, Michael Bay. Bad Boys 1. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. That's a good Shout one. Shout the hell out. Yeah, tomorrow, 9 a.m. PT. Achieve it yourself. Season 5. Public this time. Ooh. Moving forward. Shows like that will be exclusive on Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. Because that's who's watching them. And that's who we make them for. Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. Check it out. Check uh, Then look. Wednesday, this week, Wednesday, bonkers thing. We're all yeah. going to Universal Studios Hollywood. Start driving now. Start driving. Meet us there. Meet us up. Get in the car. We're on a Super Nintendo world. The only thing that's stopping you is money and you and time and time which and, is, which kind of is you and living in the right country near enough to get here yeah and money yeah just like a whole heap of life a whole circumstances. heap of stuff yeah is standing in your way yeah but if you can interest, get through that probably, you probably may not just have the interest or you're hearing yeah. this after it already happened that would be standing in your way pretty hard yeah yeah because <laughs> these things live on huber they do. What we're doing here is important. It is <laughs> immortalized on the interwebs. <laughs> Just um, you can find anything about anyone on the internet. Fast and Furious 1. Nice. Uh, then on Thursday, Huber and I are continuing our playthrough of The Expanse. Yeah. I'm finally. Also, 
I've been listening they to book five us. of The Expanse. So you are dialed in. I am in it. You are on the Rocinante. They just introduced drummer. Dude. In the books. Yes. Which was crazy because I thought she was already introduced, but I guess not. The show was probably just like, yo, drummer's the best. Let's get her yeah. in here quick. Hell yeah. Because she came in what? Like season two probably. I don't even remember. Yeah. But she's great. Carmina Drummer, dude. Yeah. Uh, then it's stream team. Then it's the podcast. Podcast. The only thing I remember about Michael Bay's The Island was get back to the, the island. island. The Island. I, I think that. that the if, Island. If the trailers for The Island had not spoiled the twist, mm. that movie would have been much, much, much better. Same with Antitrust. Those spoilers in those two trailers have yeah. stuck with me to this very day. That's like me with, it would have been a terrible movie anyway, but remember when Terminator, one of those did that? Which one? One of the, is like Genesis maybe, oh, or... Never saw that one. It's one of the f- shitty-ass Terminator movies spoiled yeah. like the big twist in the movie, oh, and yeah. like Why everyone, that? everyone that worked on the movie was like, what are you doing? Oh, the John Connor thing? Yeah, yeah like, what are you, you do doing? Yeah, why would you do that? Because the people who make the movies don't often have control over the marketing. Yeah. And marketing people make bad decisions most of the time. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Also, never watch the show The Island on Netflix. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Although watching it was kind of hilarious because it was so awful. Um, all right. Thank you, everybody. 